Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Blood, Sweat, and Fears podcast. It is Christmas time, finally, and we're going to get into some really funny Christmas horror today. Alan, you're back. You Hi. survived the Rona, but barely. It's gone mm. straight to your voice. How no, you doing, buddy? I got COVID, then I was fine, and then I caught the flu, and then I was fine, and then yesterday I stopped being able to speak, and now I can't do my Pingu impression. That's It's a sad day when you can't do your uh, Pingu impression. I think that's very homophobic of illnesses, taking the voice away from a gay man. Do you want me to try? Um, I, you <clears throat> might kill your voice, and we do have an hour to get. <laughs> Jesus, Pingo's been on the fucking fags, man. Jesus, hey, that's what we're for. Pingy, fucking hell. <laughs> and joining us today, we're finally completing uh, the uh, what's it, quadro of I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm making it a word now of uh, the OG folk who I came up with coming up on the pod. Please welcome Jack Trainer. How you doing, pal? What's happening, mate? Thanks for having us. Ah, uh, you're looking. You're also looking fantastic. Your mullet's getting longer. It's uh, have you not had a haircut in fucking ages? No, mate. That's what I'm saying. Like I've, I got told I couldn't cut it, so I just went okay. I'll just keep growing it out then. That's such a lovely intro. Welcome to the podcast. So you're poorly groomed. <laughs> It's, it's a Sunday, man. Well, you know what? Jack's made loads of cracks about my hairdos over the last two years, so it's just me getting my own back. A hundred percent. That's the last person I could have a go at for winding me up about my hair. <laughs> you get the pass. Yeah, well, the, the, the weird hair pass. pass. <laughs> and as uh, both stars of uh, the BBC, it's great to be talking about a movie from 1984. I never, re I don't remember George Orwell writing about gremlins in his famous book when they would take over the world, but uh, I'm here for it. I've uh, also been on the BBC. Really? <laughs> Fuck, of course you have. <laughs> that actually, that went over my head for a minute, and I was like, oh, for yeah, fuck's he's, sake. He's made up the illness thing, that's why he's, he's got a sword for him. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame of voice. It's like I was going to, uh, I had a great intro for you. I was going to be like, Jack Trader, barely know her. But You've been saying that for like everything with an ER at the end of it. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> that would be predictable in Aggie. Yeah. Uh, it's also, uh, we're celebrating Christmas by talking about Gremlins, one of the um, one of my favorite uh, Christmas movies. Uh, generally, one that I watch every year. We're also celebrating with some bougie chocolates. I mean, I'm celebrating with bougie <laughs> chocolates because none of you cunts wanted any. So. Are you getting paid for that? No. Um, I just uh, went Christmas shopping for my mum today and uh, picked her up some. Uh, bougie chocolates from Hotel Chocolat and saw these and I thought, fuck yes. Coffee favorite chocolate is very much a Dean T. Burn thing. And uh, now that we've been on the BBC, you know, the fame's getting to my head a little bit. Oh, mate, I, you've been terrible since you've been on that BBC, man. Oh, yeah. Have you seen him, Alan? He'll just walk in, he'll like open mic nights and be like, where the fuck is my latte? <laughs> Starts snapping his fingers at people and gets like lower, he gets open micers to tie his shoes and stuff. And he's a fucking monster now. I fucking need it. I can't tie my shoes for shit. Like uh, you can't, you can't see that on the camera. But I have to tuck my laces into my shoes. Just Why so did you start fall. this shoe thing where you have the tongue exposed on one but not on the other? It's you know what? It's a choice, and I'm sticking with it. Oh, That's yeah. how I did it in the 2000s. Not because I was a skater kid, but because I didn't know how to wear shoes properly. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same man. I was Velcro till I was about. 22. Oh, I still can't understand Velcro. It freaks me out. The texture of Velcro is just too is that much. Autism thing? I don't know, maybe. See, I don't like polystyrene. When I got assessed for autism, I put that, I, it freaks me out. Why? I don't know. It just gives me the shivers. No, I know what you mean, man. It's yeah. like when it all breaks away and shit like that, it's horrible. That's horrible. Right. It's like nails on a chalkboard. This is just going to be an autism awareness group, man. We're not, we're not even going to talk about the film here. Like, I hate Will and the jagginess of a label. Nah, they so said I was too friendly to be autistic, remember? Yeah. So. Which I, no. which I don't get because I'm autistic and I'm very friendly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Talking at the arses. 
<laughs> Humble brag. Yeah, man. but there's no way that you would they would have you would have went undetected, man. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Billy the blind man can see that there's a lot of autism in this room and I can be carrying it. I actually blame uh, part of uh, the way I am because I watched this movie for the first time when I was about seven years old, thinking it was just a nice, cute little uh, story about gremlins. I was not prepared for the absolute fucking carnage that happens like uh, later on. So, mm. did you did you ever watch Gremlins when you were a kid? I watched it as a kid. I don't fucking remember it. Well, you remember it now. <clears throat> I remember uh, thinking he was very cute, and I remember that his mouth kind of freaked me out. I looks like he's on Ekkies. <laughs> <laughs> See, sweet. No, honest. I don't know if it's. I'm not. I'm not sure what it is. Like, was it robotics? Animatronics. Animatronics. Yeah. Right. So, like, see when he's sitting down and playing the piano, mm-hmm. we, we gizmo right at the start. His jaws proper swinging, man. Like you could take him out and just dump him into subclub of the Archies, and he would just go like, you would, you wouldn't notice. It's got the always missions like a fist pump now. Yeah, <laughs> but it is quite cruel because if he is on Ekkies, then he's not allowed a bottle of water if it's past twelve o'clock. <laughs> yeah, the whole um, the whole rules of the Gremlins thing. I mean, it's been joked about to loads. Like, don't leave them out of sunlight. Fair enough, you know they're they're covered in fur. That'll probably make them sweat a lot. <laughs> Keep them out of water. They multiply, but they're not feeding after mid. But we were talking about this last night and. Um, the only way that you could really get past the not feeding after midnight rule would be if you either starved the gremlins or uh, just fed them for that one minute between midnight and uh, quarter one past midnight. I know they, what, they sound like they sound like they mad gym helmets that tell you <laughs> you're only allowed to eat at four in the morning and all that, and fucking you need to get up. And, is that like, no Ramadan? No, no, no. Like you've, you've seen the mad gym cunts, haven't you? I've uh, seen them four in the morning on Instagram, eating fucking. Yes. Yeah, he does a podcast here. Yeah. <laughs> And by the time this is out, my episode of The Fatherless will be out as well. So shout out, Sean. Oh. No. I was going to ask, is that a prerequisite not to have a dad to be on that? I don't think so. But that's good. (laughs) That's very inclusive of you, Sean. That's the first time Sean's been called inclusive. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's just threw his phone at the telly there. How dare you, Alan? (laughs) I love Sean, man. He's a great guy. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Does Gizmo's eating account for time zones? I, I don't know. know. The time zones it, fucks up the rules completely. If you take him to Tokyo, do you have to like only feed him at like 7am? What, what if the clocks go back? This yeah. is the second time I've been in this room talking about the clocks going back. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happens at what happens then? Like, is he allowed to then like, no eating and eating and all that? Like... Nah. Where well, what time is he allowed well? to eat from? Um, well, there is a there's an animated series called Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai that came out this year that I haven't watched, but I believe delves into the origins of the Gremlins. They are uh, from China somehow. Shocking. <laughs> Why is it shocking, Alan? Because everything dangerous is made in China. Because no. most things in the world are made in China. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, hmm? Oh, I thought you were going to say something there. No, I was wondering if there was a porno version of this. Oh, there's got to be. Like, just a really slight gizmo, like, oh no, you've gotten me wet. Would you, would you think gremlin sister? pussies even like? <laughs> Probably looks like gizmo's mouth. I think that's why it freaks me out. Oh, man. Oh, that's, that's going to... I'm going to have a hard time getting that out of my fucking mind tonight, Alan. Thank you very much. Well, I can't do my gizmo, but you can just imagine it open up like... Yeah, the gizmo voice is really cool. Like, uh, I was surprised it was uh, Howie Mandel that voiced him because like, I've only seen him on podcast clips looking mm. like a sort of... Uh, Diet Joe Rogan a little bit. That's, that's <laughs> got to be the easiest gig, that man. Nah, you just show up and you're like, "Hi, my name's Gizmo," and then leave. <laughs> Sorted. That so was more like, like Mickey Mouse than yeah. Gizmo. <laughs> <but> like... <laughs> I'm so distraught. I can't do my Pingu impression. 
Uh, sure. That's why I've been brought in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can, Can you, you do, do a pingo one? I th- I've not seen it. In so- Paul's just peeked behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Hi. Um, oh, I do- shut up. Oh, shut up. I'm... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I feel there's a gun in my head now to do this pingo impression. Woods, Woods, can I get fingers? It goes nut, but like in a not, really not. Ha- <laughs> not, but like really passionate. Not, not. Like, not, not. <clears throat> I feel like I'm watching the Gremlins porno now with you're you two. Like... Ah, you know, why, you saying, why are you just letting this hang yourself? Because I'm, this? Let, I'm letting the fame get to my head. I'm making <laughs> comedians do voice acting for me. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll give it a go. Fuck it. I was, so it's nut, nut, right? Yeah, nut, nut. Nut, nut. How's that? Yeah. Do it again. No, no. That's pretty Who's good. Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> Pingo away. Uh, so um, mm. one of the things that I really love about this is, uh, see, when you get a character actor in a movie like this where they're clearly designed for you to hate them, Mrs. Deagle, oh mm. my fucking God. Like, credit to Polly Holiday. Like, uh, you absolutely despise this kind of... And every Christmas story needs a Scrooge archetype, but fuck me, was she hamming it up in some of those early scenes. Yeah, her character didn't go where I expected. I thought she was going to discover the joy of Christmas and she just died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, her, her death scene's amazing, man. Oh, it's got to yeah. be... I mean, we're kind of... I don't care because we're jumping ahead to a little bit of favourite kill, but I feel like that's got to definitely be a contender for best kill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the bit where, is it Stripe? Tries yeah. to Jeffrey Epstein, the guy's dog, and make it look like it's hung itself. That could have been it. <laughs> that could have been the, the stale lift through the window takes a cake, man. That was that was incredible. I forgot about the dog. I was trying to think, when did Stripe try to shag away? <laughs> <laughs> D- did he? No. Oh, thank fuck. I thought I was like missing something in the No, he just overseen it and like. So. <laughs> I mean, with that mohawk, man. I mean, this coming out in the. Actually, Kirsty said this as well, which I'd never thought about. Uh, is uh, Stripe having a mohawk and looking the way he does, uh, sort of an 80s capitalism thing of like going up against punks, like I, making punks the villains? There was definitely that sort of like anti communist undertone of these sort of this band sort of grouping together and coming over and from china and destroying america and all that like you did have that that the typical sort of 70s 80s yeah. american films fiend that then moved on to then be like oh we're middle eastern guys are the baddies now <laughs> just before them when it was all eastern europeans that were bad people in films yeah, and it's kind of swapped back now i've just i've seen a lot of russian uh, villains and a lot of action movies lately wonder why mm-hmm. mm. i know why because <laughs> uh the, their accent's <laughs> fucking good for Bond villains, I guess. But. Oh. <laughs> there was a controversy after the uh, the Russian war because the um, Glasgow Film Festival were supposed to show a Russian film for the opening of Fright Fest and then they pulled it because of the war and it got a lot of controversy. Showed this mad shite Zoom film instead. It was terrible. A Zoom film? <clears throat> yeah, like one of those horror films. That's a, stand up, that's a stand up from like Zoom gigs. Like Zoom gigs were terrible. Like, did you do any? Yeah, I did one for the So You Think You're Funny Heat and I had to put my laptop on an ironing board and that nothing will humble you more than having to perform your set like that. Yeah, I gosh. had my notes from my set just tucked underneath my laptop. Fuck, imagine bombing in your own kitchen. <laughs> that would be fucking devastating. Oh, I mean, with the inventions that uh, fucking Billy's dad is making, they're probably bombing in that kitchen. Mate, they oh. were so... Ca- that guy, his dad's just a pure stoner engineer, isn't he? He's like, well, I'm just fucking brush my teeth and comb my face at the same time and like the stuff that... I've for like making food or making his life easier and all that the thing that cracks the eggs did you mind that yeah that Ooh. was fucking weird that was so cool man like just crack it on the side of a bowl you fucking idiot man like and by the way how juicy were fucking oranges in the 80s he puts one <laughs> orange in the juicer and it just fucking floods the whole house 
it's just that capitalism thing they had to have more juice in their yeah. oranges yeah i feel like you've tried to invent something like that in your life no um the only thing i tried to invent when i was young was i tried to invent a grappling hook out of uh four forks that i bent into a grappling hook and then tied to a bit of string I was not able to climb the wall after using Aww. it. It did. It did attach onto the uh, the roof, but I couldn't climb it very well. Oh, why? What were you trying to escape? <laughs> the foster home. Oh, <laughs> it's gone. It was funny, and then it got sad. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought that. That's why I, 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 I sort of probed the question. I was just training for the day I eventually get cast as young James Bond. Right. <laughs> Dean doing a fucking Shawshank. <laughs> Try to tunnel his way out so he can't stand another game of Monopoly. I can help you with that. I'm great at tunneling through a mud pipe. Oh, for fuck's sake, Alan. <laughs> Uh, you know what? When I had Darren on for the last episode, not gonna lie, I did miss some of your uh, little puns and dirty jokes. Does on Darren here. not do enough anal? No, he doesn't. Darren oh, Connell, Darren. you gotta do more <laughs> anal, mate. <laughs> There's one for the out of context to count. Dean's leaving feedback. Good stage present, more anal. <laughs> hey, the stand, I'm available for hiring. <laughs> I'm there on Tuesday. I'm very concerned about this. Oh, you'll be fine, man. But what if I can't speak? You just need to do some sort of slapstick fucking character act with like props and all that. Yeah, go up there and be a gremlin. Be like Stripe. Troll. You've already got, I kind of got the uh, Stripe hair going on. Yeah, I'm going with something different. I don't know how it looks. I'm I'm digging it. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, business in the front, party in the back kind of thing, but with highlights. Party in the back, you say? Yeah, I know that's what they say for mullets, but I'm a... (laughs) Applying it to Alan's hair as well. Oh, thank you, Dean. <laughs> you should get a mullet, actually. No. Yeah. No, I hate having my head goes up. Puffy. <laughs> no, like my head goes out that way instead of like going down. Yeah, so, so does mine when it got long originally, but you just gotta be patient and then you'll have these beautiful glowing locks. How long have you had long hair? Uh, but three years. Have you seen Dean Wee's short hair? I have. Uh, it's it's amazing. He's got one of my favourite photos <laughs> oh, ever God. is for Dean's prom over in Dubai and he's got short hair and a suit on. He looks like a disgraced Israeli PM. <laughs> 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 His skin's all sun-kissed for like, that part of the world. You know? it's, it's beautiful, man. I'm actually, Paul, I'm going to send you the photo of it. We're going to just pop it up during the episode. <laughs> I remember seeing that and I was like, is Dean white? <laughs> <laughs> May all the melanin that I had from growing up in Dubai disappeared as soon as I moved back to Scotland and just stayed all, spent all my time in the house. No, I hated it, man. I burned like fuck. I just go red because my mum was ginger. So I've got like, my dad wasn't this, so I have like the weaknesses of a ginger. Oh, aye. Yeah. Jack, what are the weaknesses of a ginger? Um, lack of friends is <laughs> just any sort of support group around you. Um, aye, that burning, man. I mean, I get some burnt in October week once. I was mm-hmm. kind of proud how shit my skin was. I didn't go on holiday or anything like that. It was just like, so it was burnt. Um, I getting burnt, not having a soul, and then <laughs> getting paid compared to other ginger people. Yeah, I mean, you get compared to fucking uh, Damien Lewis all the fucking time, I man. Constantly, man. <laughs> no, the one that I do like is the wee boy at a... Um, I've just blanked on every name of every film. The Laboratory. Terminator. John Connor. <laughs> Don't know, but there's a wee ginger boy with a mullet that like kills, <laughs> that, that points the police in the opposite direction. Oh yeah, like, John Connor's wee mate. Yeah, I mind Kai put up a tweet of that saying it was like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it from that. Um, it used to be Ron Weasley, but there's been a real sort of like shift 
Mm-hmm. Socially, it's now Ed Sheeran. He's sort of carrying the torch of guy with long ginger hair. He's been doing it for 10 years, though. Like, he must be tired of it. Like, get another fucking ginger guy. Actually, Jack, that's why you've been put up the stratosphere so fucking No, quickly. no, when I get to the top, I'm shaving all off. <laughs> well, you're going to pull on a Britney. No, I'm pulling <laughs> a I've not written a Fringe show and they pretend I'm terminal, and that's what I'm pulling. <laughs> <laughs> Game's a game, man. I'll do anything for five stars. <laughs> 40 minutes? Sad bit. Can't wait to see it. Because you do have, like, 40 minutes of material written up, don't you? Oh, God, no. Cool. I've got 20 minutes of solid material and then 20 minutes of just waffling shit. I did my first 20 minutes a few weeks ago and oh my god, something was weak. Aye, mate. I it was in front of a Cocaine Anonymous meeting as well and I didn't know what it was going to be. I love these sober gigs and stuff like that. <clears throat> amazing. Was that the gig that you did where Alan Anderson was there? No, no, no. That was that was for a child's rugby team. I, th- I thought it was it was called GHA, so I thought it was going to be Glasgow Housing Association. Then I get them. It was Glasgow's Hutchison's Aloysians. Like, oh, how posh. There were some very disgusted faces in the crowd, but... I, the rugby lads would have loved your pissing-in-the-mouth material. <laughs> Except from theirs would have been about initiations and yours would have been about your weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was great at water sports before I could even swim. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it right back to don't let the gremlins get wet, because... Uh, <clears throat> this There's also something I love in this, besides just the whole... Um, all the practical effects they do with the gremlins, I really appreciate because I know if this was made today, it would all be CGI. They would all look mm. like the minions that you see at the end of every Avengers movie, just looking like muddy gray water. And the fact that they all have like slightly different looks as well, mm. it just adds a little bit to the fear factor. They start off a little bit cute and then they just grow into these fucking mosher monsters. Like I'd expect to see them at fucking cat house if they weren't <laughs> in this movie. Are they not making a third one? Um, there's been rumors of a third one for years, like probably for as long as I've been aware of yeah. Gremlins, but... Uh... Gremlin 3, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, they have an animated series out. Uh, they have Gremlins <sighs> 2, which is a fucking Looney Tune. Have you seen the sequel to this? No. Oh, man. I remember the drag queen. Yeah, the there's a drag queen gremlin queen. in it. There's um, is the second one a Christmas film as well. I don't think so. It's uh, I haven't seen it in ages, but it's just like the the only way Joe Dante would direct the sequel would be if they just let him go absolutely mental with it. Mm. So you get like scientist gremlins, electric gremlins, Batman gremlins, and they're just making fun of Hollywood for the entire movie. It's quite fun. That sounds decent. Yeah, it's not yeah, like I this. That tonight. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, this one's like more of a straight up horror film with a little bit of a Christmassy vibe to it, whereas that one's a straight up Looney Tune. I did actually write a pitch for um, a Gremlins three when I was very young. Let like, you let you, we've got to hear that. So yeah. the idea would be that there would be this uh, one guy who's keeping a like a gizmo esque Gremlin just in his basement, and he's uh, started up a business selling them. And you just go down, and it's like fucking Guantanamo Bay in his basement. <laughs> he's just constantly getting the Gremlins wet, just building them. Eventually, the Gremlins uh, all escape, and uh, the twist for it would. I wrote this when the found footage era was very popular in horror. So he's just filming all the gremlins with like fucking Blair Witch cameras and shit. And then the third act, uh, the gremlins get a hold of the camera. And it's just like oh. a complete ride through the city with the gremlins doing like TikTok selfies and shit. <laughs> That's a good idea. I'd watch that. Yeah. yeah I, I, the script I wrote for it was fucking awful because I was 13 and trying to be dark and edgy. But no, I, fear, I, I could never have wrote a script when I was 13, man. I had I just a told lot you I could, of time on my fucking hands. I just told you I, could, I, I never knew how to use shoelaces till I was about 20, man, writing a script. That's heavy going. Oh, I still didn't. I was just like, well, you know, I can't tie my shoes, but I see my ideas for scripts, they're fucking class. You can tie your shoelaces until you were 20? No, but that's an exaggeration. I was pretty, I was in, 
I'm pretty. I was. I was in Velcro till I was about high school. But aye. Oh, I can't tie my shoelaces till I was eighteen. Aye. Aye, you know. And I was in a hotel. It took me going to a hotel just all by myself and being like, I'm going to figure this out. Just like watching intensive. YouTube tutorials, like when they had the trial wins or not. That I would have loved to have been that that hotel. Are you checking in? Just the guy down at the front desk, and you're going up there to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so you've just got meters of shoelaces. <laughs> I've seen shoelaces used for worse. Oh God, <laughs> Alan, I'm curious. Well, you you do a lot of dirty jokes and stuff, right? I was not talking about my mum's heroin use, but we're fair enough. It. <laughs> well, well, we'll go. Just go with me on this, okay? If a gremlin was of age, no, would you shag a gremlin? No, I'm not a furry. But everyone seems they're to not think furries I am. though. Like they're made. Of, they're clearly leathery when they're like in their evil form. They don't have. Oh, any that's fur somehow on them. worse. Oh, that, that nothing no, wrong with that a bit of leather. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, you've, you've won me over. Um, <laughs> would I fuck a gremlin that was of age? No. See, I've thought about a lot of dirty things, but I don't think I could be a furry man. Once you've had a wank to the Coco Pops monkey, there is no going back for you. <laughs> it's Tony the Tiger they go for, but that's the thing. I know if I was a furry, it would be the Coco Pops monkey. See, if Not... you fuck Tony the Tiger, does he say that was great afterwards? <laughs> you would go for that over a four way with Snap, Crackle, and Pop. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, I take it you would fuck a gremlin given the chance? No, oh, no, absolutely not. They're far too childlike, and I've got yeah. a reputation as a comedian <laughs> to keep up. I'm not, I'm not, you're, not fucking, you're not getting me with that one. You? <laughs> I was waiting for all you would shag a gremlin. Boom, they're 14. Get them. <laughs> Dean tried to set me up to get more opportunities, man. I want that role on the Scots, mate. They'll <laughs> just be the same character you played, but it's just me and no one addresses it. Yeah. Jack's gone to the fucking polo lounge one time and suddenly he looks like this. Do you have to schedule your shagging if you were dating a gremlin? They're not allowed to swallow after midnight. Oh, you can't get them wet either. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can get me wet and you'll meet my sisters. Oh. <laughs> uh, I've also seen some mad Santa stories in my time, but... And it was quite sad, but I couldn't stop laughing at uh, the wee lassie's traumatization with Santa. Uh, what the fuck was that? About that was so they just threw that in. It's like, oh, my dad was clubbing down the chimney, broke his neck, and suffocated in the chimney. And that's when I knew Santa wasn't real. Apparently, done that every year. If he does that every year, why did the all go? He's probably stuck in the chimney with that thing he does every year. Just rotting halfway up the chimney. Oh, and then it was like, oh, we never realised a few days later till we lit a fire. They were just sitting there freezing then. What a shite, man. You think you'd realise uh, when he voided his bowels? Aye. Uh, get shite for Christmas. Or when he wasn't there on Christmas Day. Yeah. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Uh, uh, that's why I was glad I didn't have a chimney. Santa always had to use the back door to empty his sack. It was half the Christmases all around. <laughs> On the Sabbath as well. <laughs> oh, the Sabbath is Saturday, I found it. What? Yeah, apparently it? Saturday's the Sabbath. I don't know, that sounds like some... It does sound like shite, but no, apparently it's a Jewish thing. Really? Am I talking shite? I don't know. I don't I think know I might be talking Jewish shite. Stuff. Someone told me that, I think it was Kyle. The only Sabbath I know is Black Sabbath, and that's because fucking Mosher. Oh, is that when you do the Sabbath? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, as it left my mouth, I'm like, this is going to be another Black Up Dean joke, and I'm like, no, for legal reasons, this is not a thing, it's just something Alan's fucking yeah, made, no, up. Dean, Dean, made up. Dean's never blacked up, but the Glasgow <laughs> kid we used to do it every week. <laughs> 
Ah, the gremlin kid. That's going to be my next comedian identity. Yeah. It's just going to be me running around doing like a character actor performance yeah. act, just laughing at the audience and then launching them out of the comedy club like how Mrs. Deagle does. Oh. Me and Silas were walking on the other day past the Clyde and I did this really wet fart. And then when I got back, I was the Glasgow skid. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's not happened to me in a long time. That joke was pretty Glasgow mid. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, you know who I do like in this, actually? The lead character is actually relatively likable. Is that the wee guy with the same haircut as his maw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've got one barbels in that town. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just like um, balancing the, the horror of this with the sort of, oh, it's a story about a boy and his pet. It's it can be really hard to get let those tones mesh, but they do it really well with this, and that's because the guy who plays him, I think um, Zach Galligan, I think his name is, is just very likable. Like I think he would have made a good Clark Kent back in the eighties. My brother noted that when we were watching it last night. Hmm. And fucking uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy that I also really enjoyed, and I love these weird character actor kind of people. Did a lot of Joe Dante's films. The guy who's obsessed with foreign cars yeah. being shite. Oh, I am. Everyone's <clears throat> uncle could have played that role, man. Just <laughs> cutting, walking about, complaining about, like, oh, it's just foreign. That's foreign, and all that it was amazing. Aye, but it does call back to like, because I don't know if they confirm if he died or not, but when like the snowplow is going into what is obviously a set on a fucking back mm. lot, and then it's just, it, it kind of plays on that whole gremlins in the machinery kind of thing, mm -hmm. yeah. which into some research I did found out was actually a World War II thing. I did oh. not know it was a real thing. Apparently they thought like uh, the reason planes were flying down was because there was little gremlins in the machinery just making them fail. That's wild. Huh. Mm -hmm. They believed a lot of crazy things back then. Yeah, so if um, your phone stops working, we know who to blame. Gremlins. <laughs> yep. Because of the porn on the memory. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One one keeps breaking into Dean's house and <laughs> forcing him to wear makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Dean dolled up at Glasgow Wed. Oh, I, you know, I, I haven't actually worn makeup since I played The Wizard of Oz. I, oh. I don't like wearing makeup because it feels weird. It's, I think it must be like an autism thing. Like, the, I don't like weird textures on my face. Uh, no, I'm, I'm with you on that, man. <laughs> See if I put, like, hand cream on, I can feel it for weeks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, mm. uh, same with putting on, like, uh, moisturizer. You know that one that's, like, you're putting fucking sand on your face? Oh, uh, aye. That, you see if I got anywhere near that mad goo that they had to, man, I'd have been fucking out of that town. <laughs> See, if the autism seemed to say you can't be autistic because you like weird textures on your face, I would have believed them. <laughs> <sighs> I missed having you on as a co-host, buddy. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Jizz. Uh, you know what? If there's actually a brand name out there called Jizz, but like with one Z, there is. There is? <clears throat> no, no, it's, it's got two Zs. Um, Silas sent me it. It's called Jizz Fashion. And the caption was like, Who are you wearing? It's like, well, I'm covered head to toe in Jizz. That's pretty. There was, there's an old like a chocolate in Canada called Jobby or something like that. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there was a recruitment agency in England called Mr. Jobby. It's a bunch of close places in Thailand as well, just got like fat fuck fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Very brutal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, you mentioned this outside actually, but see the scene where you're learning that the gremlins are a little bit evil and you almost don't know if it's him, them or Mrs. Deagle, but when the dog's like uh, hung up by the Christmas lights. Yeah. Why uh, was she going to get in the house? She would find a way. She's a little sneaky little yeah, the devil. Yeah, the, the security guards, I think they bribed them, turned the cameras off. Uh, and then once they were, oh, the dog. Uh, oh, for, um, <laughs> I tripped or something, I don't know. Uh, tripped and fell into some Christmas lights. Oh. 
Right, poor wee Doug, man. I mean, I've, I've had to get Chalky a jumper now for when I walk him, so, like, uh, I was just watching that poor dog thinking it needs a fucking Christmas jumper. If I had a Christmas jumper, it'd be all right. You need to keep him away from small, mythical Chinese bears. <laughs> I think I dated one of them. Just <laughs> <laughs> keep him out of Ibrox then, if fantastic. <laughs> Especially at Alan's gaff. If you could have, like, would you, would you like to have, like, your own wee gremlin? I I reckon I'd be able to handle it all right, but see, um, I'm very clumsy, so if I'm just like carrying a cup of coffee or something or like a glass of water, I probably would accidentally spill it on it. Well, he can't be as bad as was his name Billy in yeah, this film. Billy, yeah, because uh, as soon as he gets some him, he's like, "Don't get him wet," and he sits him next to the fucking sink. No, <laughs> fud. Yeah, and also the sink had a bright light next to it, and I was like, I get that you're doing this for movie lighting purposes, but you're going against your own rules there. Like, if they had just said sunlight keep them out of mm. that that would have been fine but it was any bright lights so mm. like when he gets a photo taken of him he just goes into a complete fucking meltdown mm -hmm. and it's like and how much like see all the chicken that they had the big plate of chicken oh mm. how yeah. much did they make that that is the amount of leftovers they had i mean it is the south in america they I do love their chicken although i was i was curious as to why it wasn't fried chicken like it was just baked chicken wings and that is disgusting that is the whitest fucking dinner mm. i have ever seen it didn't look like they were seasoned at all and like there was no mm. side dishes with them or anything like sorry yeah you, you you'd be all right if you were a gremlin not eating after 12 man you'd be like no there's there's not enough paprika in this get out of my face <laughs> what you made this in the microphone <laughs> get that out of my face well, I've genuinely never heard of half the foods that you eat. Ah, oh, mate, it's insane. I, like, I'll just be talking to him at a gig. But like, oh, what are you going up the road to do? Most people will be like, oh, get a, grab a kebab, chips or something like that. Dean's going up to fucking blanched tomatoes at two in the morning <laughs> to make a homemade salsa and all that. What even is camembert? Camembert's a French cheese. And I know you're, ref <laughs> you're referencing the thing I got at Blackfriars, Aye. aren't you? Aye, the thing that had just a big fucking dollop of white stuff on it. <laughs> My favourite. But what was that? Just It was a garlic pizza thing, and then they said camembert garlic pizza, and I assumed they would cut the camembert up and dot it around the pizza. Aye. But they just stuck a big fucking massive camembert in the middle of it. And like, Were you supposed to just pick that up and eat it, or were you supposed no, to? No, just like, like mix it in, and um, I was sat next to uh, Shona McNichol, who uh, comes to a lot of those gigs, and like, that is too much cheese. She argues there can never be too much cheese. Ugh. You were needing his daddy, the wee guy for the film's daddy, make you something to sort you out there, <laughs> wouldn't you? Did anyone think when they would whistle the wee sound, like the wee tune at the start, it sounded a bit sectarian? <laughs> I was like, where the fuck's this going, man? Sectarian gremlins is something I would like to see. <laughs> Set them on an orange walk. Yeah, you know, they would probably love it. You know, they get right into the sashes and the flutes and everything. <laughs> I can see Stripe leading it very confidently. No. Do you know what, see see the scene for the pub as well? Aye. They would be brilliant on a stag do then, wouldn't they? <laughs> I couldn't tell if one was genuinely like meant to be like a lady gremlin or if it was a drag queen gremlin. I in think the it pub. definitely was a drag gremlin because it was wearing Mrs. Deagle's clothes, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, it had uh, Mrs. Some... Deagle's red wig after they'd killed her. That's some Buffalo Bill shit, that man. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do the gremlin voice and try and would you fuck me? But then it stopped. <laughs> then it stopped myself. Uh, it was like, how young were you when you watched this originally? I don't remember. Because Stripe gave me nightmares as a kid. That thing fucking scares me. I think he's meant to symbolise cocaine. 
Is that the stripe and yeah. then the fact that he just goes into the pub and just starts smashing up shit and trying to hot wire cars and all that? <laughs> I think they are honestly like a sort of group of like it'd be like going out with people that were sober and then got them all simultaneously to relapse. I think that's the only way you could get close to that sort of level of destruction. <laughs> and she doesn't the woman working at the bar doesn't even cut them off. <laughs> She's just pouring bevy and lighting snout and not even taking any money off. It's Christmas in a small town. They need all the business they can get. Right. <laughs> Which uh, I actually did find out. This uh, set, I hope this isn't going to ruin one of your true and falses, but the oh, set no. they used for this, did you have anything about the set on it? I don't think so. Okay, good. The set they used for this town, because the opening credits are very Americana, is the same set they used for Back to the Future. Oh, I was the going exact to use that while I did yeah, because uh, I think it was the films came out quite close together. I thought that was a really fun film fact, but then I remember Jack saying in a group chat that he's never seen Back to the Future, so it's completely lost on him. I've, I think I've seen like 20 minutes on ITV between ads and stuff like that, but in terms of what films I've seen, it's you'd think it was blasphemy, man. I've I've seen nothing. Nah, it's all right. I'm like, uh, it's just got me thinking like a time-traveling Gremlins movie would be fucking class. I'd love to see the Gremlins in like every historical period, ancient Egypt. <laughs> World War Two, fucking Tudor's time, the feudal Japan when that was all kicking off. No way. Back in the day, they struggled accepting gay people. You were like, <laughs> you were like I crack on with the wee mythical Asian bears. That, uh, don't feed them. They'll go scatty if you do. I don't think they would have stood that chat. They would have been getting made to build pyramids and all that. Or crushed up and put any medicine or something. They're just, no, they just get like, I reckon it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, gremlins would be slaves because there's just be cunts getting them wet, making more of them. Aye. Or they would be eating them. They would do for like a food source if you could. Roast gremlin would be the Christmas dinner. Do you think you would only roast a gremlin? <laughs> I would smoke mine for eighteen hours. <laughs> Actually, give it a light poach and then crisp the skin up just to get it perfectly seared. <laughs> do you think the gremlins would have helped or hindered Hitler? Oh, helped. Mm. helped. Uh, pre mm. pre eating before midnight hindered. After that, helped. <laughs> <laughs> there is something fascist there's elements of fascism to them as well mm -hmm. the way they're all sort of like uniformed and like yeah mm. and they all seem to get the exact same clothes in very short spaces of time like for one second they're just wearing nothing and then suddenly they're all wearing caroler outfits <sighs> after one where did they get them because there's a lot of organization in there which adds to the anti-communist message because they're all very organized yeah and <sighs> uh because i remember the original script was a lot darker like uh in that they implied that the cats of mrs deagle were eaten by the gremlins the death of the biology teacher is a lot more graphic. Like you see his face getting scratched out and shit, but they had to tone it down to keep it a PG-13 release. Boy. Is that only a PG-13? Yeah, yeah. That's wild, man. DVD mm -hmm. here was a 15. Yeah, back then they were, because I think PG-13 had only recently come into films at that time because Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom was the first film to start the PG-13 thing because it was too dark to be uh, a kid's film, but also too kiddy to be R-rated. Oh, so they created something in between it. Hmm. But even then, like, uh, I think Jaws was a fucking 12 back when it was released, and yeah, the amount of blood and carnage in that. Children were allowed to smoke back then. I was like, <laughs> can watch a mechanical shot mole people. Yeah. Cigarette, there you go. Uh, I, we, we aren't going to have you on the Jaws episode, but see that story of you saying that why would oh, anyone be... I, I'll let you say it, because it's fucking hilarious. I got I just got destroyed by my English teacher. Shout out Mr. Johnson. No, you'll be listening to this. Um... And we were doing like some sort of like report thing uh, on Jaws. We had to watch Jaws in the class and then write about it. 
and I'm like, so I'm, I'm just, I'm grilling him the full time. Like he was like, oh, this was really scary when it came out. Like there was people freaking out in the pictures and all that. They'd never really seen anything like this before. Bear in mind that we'd grew up with like fucking just banging on a DVD and seeing like mad shit CGI'd and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, it's a big fucking rubber shot and all that. And I, and I was like, half it was filmed in a bath. How could you be scared? <laughs> like proper just, just rinsing him for being scared of this when it came out. And then we, it took us a couple of lessons to get through it. I think I like, second time watching it through like the second lesson watching it through comes to the first bit where you see the shark and it like jumps into the boat mm-hmm. have i got that right yeah yeah i just had to double check we... <laughs> i'm watching it in my head right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, i had to go to var there just to check <laughs> you are like a movie var i remember one time being like was that guy in shawshank redemption like, no don't be ridiculous <laughs> and i was like i think he was and then you just told me every film he'd been in ever and i was like i'm never doing that ever again to him <laughs> I so sorry. I was in. I was in English. We we're watching watching Jaws. The bit the shark comes, leaps out the boat, and I'm like zoned out when I'm watching it. By this point, so I'm just sort of like half looking at the telly, half looking at the windy kind of thing. So I just get like jump out my my seat and get like a bit of a fright of like jumping on the screen. I kid you not, Mister Johnson goes up, pauses the DVD, and just slags fuck out me, <laughs> laughing at it, full class, laughing at me for about ten minutes. He's like, I thought it wasn't scary and all that. He was ready for rewinding it and all that. He's like, it was a it was a teacher's equivalent. I go, man, you wee wank, man. You could never get away with doing that. I'm just imagining like what would happen if Gremlins was the movie instead of Jaws. Like you had to watch that for an English report on like communism or some shit. Yeah, because <laughs> I could imagine them doing that in like a mad English class. Yeah, or in a mad, in a mad Catholic school. Like this is what happens when you have premarital sex. <laughs> <laughs> we funny balls fire at your back and you start balling people. I was talking my class for my English essay on communism. I got full marks. Oh, fuck off, Ooh. Alan. Oh. <laughs> I said, well done, Alan. You really looked at this from so many different angles. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know how I said I missed you being a co-host? I take it back. <laughs> regret, regret. <clears throat> oh, see, what about the scene? How, like, see when he brings his dog into the bank? Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. And then, yeah. what's the woman's name? Mrs. Deagle. Yeah, Mrs. Deagle, and it like jumps over and bites her. This would have been a completely different movie if that was an XL bully that he had <laughs> under the table. <laughs> Could you imagine the pure Facebook outcry of people like, it's the owners, not the breed, and stuff like that. <laughs> and it wouldn't have been like just maybe the fucking molder of bits, man. I reckon that you could have turned the movie completely different then because then the... Barney get will get taken away by like the dog police, whatever they're fucking called. <laughs> dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> and then the gremlins maybe have to go and like rescue the Social dog. Social care? For, like prison. <laughs> yeah, I know all about that. And it's like a prison break scenario, but then the gremlins just realize, oh fucking, they hate the police and that's what makes them go mad. <sighs> that's my alternate gremlins. Fuck yeah. And then just Barney is just ripping fuck out of Stripe by the oh. end. Because uh, the death scene of Stripe... It's quite horrifying for what's meant to be a kid's film, like full on melting, like not even like Wizard of Oz, Wicked Witch melting, like full on fucking. Yeah, that's what happens when I go out into the sun. (laughs) (laughs) It could be a gremlin. A kid, man. Yeah, we could. You know what? If we ever get to the stage where we're making movies from this podcast, we'll just do a gremlins fan film. You can play all of them. I, I, you know my my goal. Yeah, live action or Willie. Live action or Willie. Samuel Jackson's playing the <laughs> playing the bucket. That's that's my goal. Zicky 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 zicky. I've not read that or Willie. Please send me that one. <laughs> I had it with these motherfucking Eckies, man. 
communist pawn. Our Willy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alan, you've redeemed yourself. Yeah, he, <laughs> he deliberately made like 15 dad jokes just to draw that one there. <laughs> we lowered our expectations. You popped everyone. Also, I find it funny that the Gremlins love Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm. Of course, that film's getting remade now, and uh, it's like they've not the, had the dwarves. dwarves. <laughs> they don't have dwarves in it. It's just magical creatures. And I think Sean summed it up perfectly when they were talking about it on the Farlis. It could be Snow White and the Seven Short Kings. Yeah, no, I will be. I'll be, I'll be guys at four eleven, like just to listen to Andrew Tate and all that. Just so not making their bed first thing because that's what they were told to do in a podcast. So have you got a casting call for it yet? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're awfully short Dolphin. for a dwarf. Yeah. If you could add the gremlins into one film to make it better, what would you add them into? Ooh. Boy in the striped pajamas. <laughs> 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 well, you know what? The author of the boy in the striped pajamas is a cunt, so I would happily oh. say that. I was saying that like, when yeah, that's the yeah. issue with that film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> well, like you said, that scene where Gizmo was pretending to drive because he was watching like a driving movie, and I was like, "Fucking glad they didn't put on Schindler's List." Fucking hell! was like, "Me, me." <laughs> well, <laughs> there goes Mano. There goes the quiz. <laughs> False. <laughs> oh, thank you, dude. Yeah, I'm very flexible now. <laughs> <laughs> Looked me in the eyes when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, because I know uh, I know Maya's watching this, so I just gotta let you know, Maya, he's mine. I was his yeah. first gay friend. <laughs> Is that your girlfriend? Yeah. We, I watched this with her last night. With the brother? No, 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 no. <laughs> Easy, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was good, man. I, I, I forgot how good this film was, man. What was it? You, I knew you would know this. See the scene, and it's like all of the gremlins are like like coming over a hill or something that like pans yeah. out what did they do for that i think it's it might be like a blue screen kind of thing because that looks like a matte painting that they're in the back Aye, of. it looked like claymation or something like yeah that. it would have been something along that line it could be stop motion animation as well like i don't know i haven't looked into the behind the scenes there was but... a bit it was definitely stop motion i because yeah. I, I remember seeing that and i was like i could google this but dino just know it <laughs> infinite knowledge of movies in this little brain man like, it's like my brain's like the TARDIS but for like a film collection you just open it up and there's like every film in existence I don't think you're allowed to use that one anymore <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> I was watching the new Doctor Who with my mum last night right before I was watching this and uh, it's very good for Doctor Who fans out there yeah yeah. I've never, I, never, I was never really into it that much I would love to see you playing the Doctor what anniversary of the Doctor Who is it? 60th Oh, right, because I remember I took someone's virginity on the 50th because we went to see a Doctor Who special at the GFT and I dropped my glasses 10 minutes into it, the 3D glasses, so I was just watching a bloody thing for the whole fucking movie. (laughs) Aye. You don't know which one's David Tennant or Matt Smith? (laughs) They do look pretty similar, to be fair. Mm, I don't know. Matt Smith looks like if you had something called Up Syndrome. (laughs) 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 Sorry, the man. <laughs> Thank you for giving me some clips for the Doctor Who specials, Alan. You can't call oh, that, that was anymore. a wrong word. You to can't get call them that anymore. 
Oh man, like, oh, there's another scene in this I really love, but it's just like a small thing. See when the gremlins fall into the pool and it like turns into like fucking green lights mm. and shit. That looks like what I imagine Subclub is. Yeah, yeah, because I don't know much about uh, the clubbing lifestyle. As you know, I'm quite awkward when it comes to nights out. But uh, I don't know. You've had that. You've grown up around that, Jack. Is that what a sub club would be? Um, I said a sub club as if like that's the name of it. Aye, there's a serious lack of wee guys in like fucking New Balance and corduroids with like <laughs> retro panif and Icos tops on. If you had that, then I. But um, no, no, I've no been there when it's just turned into a sort of green mush mass <laughs> maybe he's felt like that um but anytime no. celtic win yeah they're <laughs> <laughs> just smashing up a pub do you reckon the gremlins if they came to scotland would they be celtic or rangers fans i'm definitely not getting into this question because <laughs> unlike used to i would quite like to sell tickets in this country i was gonna oh, fuck it we'll we'll meet in the middle and say they're partick thistle fans i always like i like that name for a football team because it sounds like a bush a bush <laughs> a wee thistle that's like something I'd have in my fucking bathroom you know a gremlin first, former first lady Laura Bush what <laughs> I don't know I was I was thinking about something I forgot it true or false is it's, Alan have we got them today no because this is going to annoy me ah fine fuck it okay right <clears throat> so I don't know if we should do it should we say them all first and then I'll tell you what's true and what's false or should we do each one just do one and guess because I'll lose one, track. Yeah. <laughs> Mogwai means devil in Cantonese. False. <laughs> I'm going to say true. That one is true. And in Mandarin, the pronunciation is Mogwai. Not Mogwai. You can't speak Chinese when you've not got your voice. The filmmakers initially tried to cast monkeys, but the monkeys became panicked when they had to wear a gremlin head. That sounds like something Joe Dante would do. I'm going to say true. Oh, I would pay to see that. That would have been mental. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you know what they say, put a bunch of monkeys in a room and they will eventually write the human centipede. That one is true. That's true, that's the human centipede one's true. <laughs> the, that is, I remember you telling me that when we did the human centipede episode. <laughs> one of the studio notes to Dante and Spielberg was that there was too many gremlins. Spielberg, sur Spielberg sarcastically suggested cutting them all out and calling the film People. <laughs> that sounds like no, something Spielberg mm, would say. Was that no fair enough film? False. No, that was true. Ah, with, with Jared, it was <laughs> what other film would it have been? Like from Spielberg's other film, Jaw. I, I, thought, I, I thought Jaws didn't work and he was just going to take it out. I, I, they did actually, I think for Jaws 3, they were going to call it Jaws 3 People Zero. Which <laughs> make it a terrible. <laughs> I love it. The old Chinese man was actually a white guy in makeup. See, Boss. I thought that was true. <laughs> we, we figured this out last night. He is a Chinese American actor. Right. Damn. Who sadly passed away now. But I, I say sad. I mean, is it sad? No, mean, know that I hate old Chinese men, just that like... He was like 70-odd when this was made, and I, it was in the 80s, so yeah, he would be dead. Right, no one cares. So Dante had to fight for Gizmo to drive the pink Barbie car because another studio note was that it made Gizmo too effeminate, and they suggested that he should drive a tank instead. You know what? It's... Well, you know what? It was 1984, yeah. maybe. They couldn't be what they wanted. Yeah. So I'm going to say true for George that. Orwell, man. Yeah. Oh, false. Just... Yeah, that was false. All right. I mean, if they make <clears throat> Gremlins now, I hope Gizmo's driving all the Barbie cars in the world. They can do a crossover with the Barbie movie from this year. Yeah, give him a Got fucking Fiat 500 for all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Come on, Gizmo, let's go party. Oh. 
you know how you said like if you would put the gremlins in any movie i don't want to put them in a movie but this will actually get me to watch it i, I want to put the gremlins in eurovision I thought you were about to say Love Island. <laughs> no, they would. Nah, they, they, I know what they would do on Love Island with Eurovision. I want to know what happens when the, the Gremlins all come together and try and make their own song. And what country would they represent, Dean? Just try to trip you up here. Mm. Oh, so that country's Gremlins to you? <laughs> uh, you know what country they represent? Um, fucking, I don't know, Canada. Oh yeah, pull up the analytics of this podcast to see when no one's listening. Like uh, North Macedonia. <laughs> Dean, are you a multi-country song competition? Because you're a vision. Thanks, buddy. Don't, don't leave me hanging. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, so, um, just, I mean, we kind of said it at the beginning, but I'll mention it just uh, for now. For favorite kills, I feel like it's between two here, honestly, for me. It's between Stripe and Miss Deagle. Because uh, the guy, uh, the biology teacher that gets killed and the plow death is kind of like off screen a little bit. Yeah. Although, oh, another fun thing what he did mention. And any of you's Breaking Bad fans? I've not seen it. The one of the police officers, the deputy, is uh, the guy who plays Mike in Breaking Bad. Oh fuck! Yeah, is that uh, the guy for the start trying to buy the Christmas trees? I think so. Yeah. Aye. Uh, a fucking also the way Mrs. Deagle was talking to those kids when they were clearly starving and their parents were overworked. Like, there's a. I think there's a difference between going and doing like a Scrooge S character and then making something completely cartoony. She's like, oh, now you know what to ask Santa for. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, is anyone that cruel? Granted, it is America in the 80s, quite possibly. And she was ginger. Yeah. By choice. That's even worse. Yeah. Mm. Jack, is she related to you? <laughs> no, no, she, we don't claim her. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually annoyed with her. She was ginger facing, so. <laughs> as soon as me and a member of the community got a hold of her, fucking. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So, best death. Uh, I'm actually, because I know you are probably going to say Mrs. Deagle, I'm going to mm. say Stripe, just for like all the practical effects involved with it. And uh, when the way the skeleton mm. comes out is really cool. Do you need to see the death for it to be. Because uh, nah, I'll go nah, for a hipster answer and pick the dad that gets stuck in the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We'll take that. Fuck <laughs> You know what? Just make a short film of Gremlins about the dad getting stuck in the chimney. Maybe the Gremlins are what did it. Yeah, what's that film when there's like the guy stuck in the boulder and has to chop his arm off? 127 yeah, it's hours. Just, it's just like that. <laughs> well, you can get James Franco to play him, get him the method act so he actually dies the beast cunt. Yeah, I was... I, I think think it would be quite a creep, didn't he? Yeah, he was like texting underage... Uh, fans and stuff while he was in his 30s doing his fucking PhD. James Franco's a beast. Yeah. It does How is the PhD relevant to that? Because what was his PhD in? I don't what know. What does the P stand It just for? gave him access to people who were students, I guess. Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck James Franco. Anyway, James Franco, so... Uh, no. <laughs> what, what, what would you, what's your favourite death? I, I would say, yeah, Miss Deagle, because I, I just love seeing the disabled suffer. Um... <clears throat> Thanks very much. I, I like the, I like the gremlin that got stuck in the microwave and its head exploded. Oh, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I, I kind of liked how his mum was just a bit of a badass. Like, one gets blended, then within two minutes, she stabbed one to death and stuck one in a microwave. She's like the Ripley of the kitchen. I mean, the mum was game as fuck, man. Mm. She was just going about chopping them down and, like, we even break my sweat. Mm. She's definitely riddled with PTSD after that. <laughs> and the thing is, like, how are you going to get treated for that? You would get locked up if you went into somewhere and you're like, oh, 
there was these wee sort of bears things. My <laughs> husband bought them off an old Chinese guy and uh, gave it to my son for Christmas. And then he started multiplying and attacked me and I had to stab one and kill it with a juice maker. And all. I was like, right, fuck yeah. It's a nice wee arc for the inventions because the inventions are what kills all the gremlins in the kitchen. Aye. Are they? Well, yeah, the fucking, he throws them into one of the juicer things and then uh, it's spun around to one of the dough hook things and then the microwave is probably not invented by the dad. But No, they would, I, no I know what you're saying. Like They would have had about 15 more bedrooms in that house if the dad was working for Lockheed Martin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even pick up on that. I missed the dough hook one. I uh, thought it was just, I thought it was a normal blender. I forgot it was the juicer. I, well, uh, really no. This is the first time we've all picked... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking idiot. <laughs> it's the first time we've all picked um, different answers for the uh, deaths. Uh, Paul, I'm going to go to you for this, actually. I take it you've seen Gremlins, yeah? Please don't. No. <laughs> Paul, Paul's, Paul was on it last night. He's woke up feeling like a gremlin the day. <laughs> he, couldn't eat, he couldn't eat past midnight, but it was nothing the day we multiplying. It was just because he was rough. <laughs> <laughs> all right well um i suppose that'll more or less wrap us up so here's the best part of the podcast we've not uh, scored it yet oh we're going to do that now oh yeah yeah how many big pumpkins are we going to give the first gremlins jack and That's will cool. peter bell play a gremlin what's, what's the highest we've had so far just so i've got a gauge i think four and a half four and a half of those for scream yeah a five yeah all right um 4.1 pumpkins <laughs> 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 I'm going to raise you and go 4.25 pumpkins because uh, just for the... Uh, I don't like seeing dogs get hurt in movies, so it loses 0.75 points for me. For that. Oh, I suppose it did get hurt because it got hung. Um, it is alive, <clears throat> I should just clarify. It wasn't a real dog either. It was a guy. It was a monkey in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't get them to play the gremlins, but he fucking nailed it playing a dog. Uh, I'll go with four big pumpkins. Four big pumpkins. Yeah. So hard to play. No fractions. No fractions. You you hate fractions. fractions. Were you never good at maths as a kid? No. There's <laughs> no much to say that. I was always shit at math. So am I. I fucking hate maths. Although I was a, this actually did help me with my multiplication. My times tables was really easy after watching this film as a kid. <laughs> what? What? Multiply. <laughs> fucking the hell. Just a little bit of whimsy after all of your oh. boy in the straight pajamas jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think that'll more or less uh, wrap us up. Uh, Jack, it's great having you on, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Do you have anything on. to plug? Um, Jack T Comedy on Instagram. Come mm -hmm. say hello. Uh, thanks for having us on. This was class. Hopefully, hopefully get me back on for that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think we had an idea for, uh, is it April? Yeah. I'll do the did. April one. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you after yeah. uh, we wrap up. <laughs> And uh, Alan, where can we find you? Uh, Alan J Comedy on anything. And um, of course, we should plug that on the 17th of March, we have a show at the Glasgow International Comedy Festival called Scream Queens with the lovely Kyle Samuel at quarter to five. Please come and see us. We want uh, it to sell out. Yes. Whereabouts is it? Van Winkle West. And we have currently mm, sold five tickets. I got to give credit to Alan. Your marketing ideas for selling tickets are class. Have you been writing... <laughs> You've been writing on cubicles, <laughs> like hand, yeah. hand drawing a QR code. Oh man, I was in a toilet recently, and then I saw that um, like there was a lot of like scratched and graffiti, and then I noticed on the door it said "send feet pics." I was like, "Oh, that's hilarious!" And I remember that old a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the number. It wasn't a number. It was just "send feet pics." Oh, right. I thought, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come see that show there. Uh, thanks you guys so much for watching, and I'll uh, we'll see you next time. Cheers. And we love you.